ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com You hold a crisp green apple in your palm. You take a bite, and the first fresh crunch bursts into sweetness. The flavor lingers, and the sensation is delicious. We've brought color to this feeling with Kerry Pippin, one of 28 new contemporary colors inspired by Ireland. Visit colortrend.ie to find and support your local stockist. Color Trend, an Irish company proudly crafting paint since 1953. Yes. Welcome to a very special Keeping the Ball on the Ground uh, with the two heroes, Kevin Kyle and Paul Slane. How are you doing, young men? You're looking tremendous. Good side. Mischers. On you go, Slaney. I've not slept in days, eh? How no? This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Seriously, no sleep. That's my, my fourth try to get a job in Tesco, I think. Oh, yeah. But the only thing is, mate, imagine me and Tesco and everybody come up for autographs and all that. It's no safe, is it? <laughs> why don't you get your um, why don't you get that job back that you had when you were doing that <laughs> I thought you were talking about my old job with you Kev <laughs> okay, what about you oh what I mean, I'm the same why don't you do what Slaney's doing mate Keep fit. he's um, somebody told me he's been bench pressing his big mate and he's calling him Paul the gym that must be some bench press by the way that'd be close to a world record yeah, just in case you're confused, mate, at gyms where people go to keep fit. <laughs> oh, like, Have you been looking very tan, big man? I know, I was sitting at the garden the last few weeks with the, the heat and it's, uh, I've got the old t-shirt tan. Oh, looking horrendous. Here's, boys, see, um, I was fitting Seaway, I've been watching, obviously, with the time I've had, I've been watching the guests that's on the show, see how what Graham Norton does, and just presses the red button to remove them. Yeah. I think we've got to have that, mate, eh? <laughs> There's so many guests. Who would you have red buttons? Who would you have red buttons? Kelly Sheridan. Listen, I had a slap tenor at the studio. Um, but the red button certainly, I think we believe, I think the red button must come in now. Why don't uh, we just uh, make it uh, your nose in? We'll just push your nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin, that's a good show. Aye, would you have a go in one of these shows? What, Graham Norton? Aye. Nah, not interested, mate. I'm not interested, yeah. Mr. 
Kev, would you ever do Green Norton? Ah, we're not big enough, Slaney. Would you ever do him? No. No, I wouldn't do him personally, no, Slaney. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. We're going to crack on with this. So I'll need to explain it to everyone that's watching. Me, Kevin Slaney, are going to pick our top 10 players outside of Celtic and Rangers since 1998. Now, if anyone's got their own ideas or don't agree, or want to pick their own 10, comment on the YouTube uh, channel or tweet us your, uh, your 10 best players outside of Celtic and Rangers. Right, we'll crack on. Yep. Kev, give us a, give us a couple of names that you've won for. Give us your first name. Who you say? Who you seen is the best player not to play for Celtic and Rangers? Eremenko. Wow, what a player! Kamarnik. He's on my list, mate. Aye, he's. Uh, I didn't have him at the top of my list. I, I've just, I wrote. I didn't write my names in order, but I left Kamarnik that season. He joined, and Kamarnik went from being a relegation uh, team to a top six team. And it was all because of him, his range of passing, his goals. He was that good. He turned Connor Salmon into a football player. That's how good he was. <laughs> <laughs> now that's some feat. <laughs> but they did not save a few quid, Kev, because he just gave him your shorts, didn't they? He was huge, wasn't he? <laughs> to be fair, we had, I, I think me and him shared the same shorts. Uh, he'd some no, Kev, he was but, a player, though. I he was a player. Played. My first game for Dundee, first game of the season was against Kelly at Dens Park, mate, and I had to mark Eremenko, and I would thought, holy fuck, man. I'd never do, you heard he, him, do you think he ever even got out a second gear? I always thought he was like, he didn't even try. Mate, he would never pass the ball without doing a cry first. Was he, he here for a while? Cried. Was it, mate? Was, it, was he in Scotland for a while, no? I think it was only a season or two, or maybe a season and a half, but Slaney, honestly. He no, was, I remember, I've got, him, I've got him written down. Oh, he was unbelievable. But I think he, he was, un, was he no on loan from a team on big money, like from a Russian team or something? Did he come on loan? Because of, was he Finnish or some kind of like, did he know Mixu? Was that how it was? I'm not sure. Right, we've spoken about enough about him now. So anybody else for us? Well, Matt, I've actually, I, I didn't realise it was 1998, so I need to take two. Chick Charlie, Chick Charlie and um, Wally Pettigrew. I've got, I've got Chick Charlie as well. Can you, I've got Chick Charlie and Wally Pettigrew, but I don't know if Wally Pettigrew's a bit old. Who's Wally Pettigrew? <laughs> Wally Pettigrew. He was a Motherwell hero, eh? Always I'm not, mate, I've never heard of him. How's he getting in the top 10? Mate, when I was coming through Mother, they kept saying to me, like, you need to aim. Willie Pettigrew was a coach there, and they used to always say, you need to aim to be Willie Pettigrew. But when I was 15 and made my debut, I, I'd done more than he'd ever done at the age of 15. So, no, but Willie, listen, I'll take Willie Pettigrew. He seems to be a wee bit out there. But I've got, certainly, say, um, the one I've got here, Mark DeFries. What a striker that man was. Pish, not having it. No, I'm not having you it. You're not having him. Kevin's a better player than Mark DeFries. Put Mark Kevin Kyle. Mate, see, one stage, Mark DeFries was unplayable in this league. What was Kevin he for? Was he fed in Fries? Why is he Chick Charlie, mate? Do you know Chick? Aye, aye. I don't know him, but I've obviously seen clips of him. He's a hero, mate. Do you know what sums him up? See, I played Rangers this season, mate, and uh, I, had five, I had five missed calls to him at four in the morning. <laughs> what the fuck did he wanted at four o'clock in the morning, man? Wait, he's in. He was in. Um, he's got a picture not making Cantona. Was it? Was it last week I told the story about not making me when Slam was in here? Uh, have I told you that story? Uh, when we played, we went to the Euros and got to the final that day. Oh, we landed at the Slam, and you weren't here for it. 
And uh, Kenny McDowell the saying he's to play in Kenny Arthur's testimonial at Firhill. We were all thinking we were a dog's bollocks, mate, got to the final of the Europeans. Fucking taxi to Firhill, mate, played in that game. I was playing against Chick Charlie. We got clapped on the pitch. Chick was like 45 or something at the time, mate. I, I was playing up against him, Meg, this three times. Mate, see, see back then, see like Charlie Miller and all that, mate, they all guys are like, unbelievable, eh? Uh-huh. Scary, mate. See, like, see, like the games now, it's better fitness-wise than that, but I think outside the Celtic like, and Rangers, technically it's worse. Like, see these players, they, they were all technically oh, brilliant, man. Ah, yeah, they really Right, Sagi's one for your list. So on the Ch- on the Charlie Miller team, I went Andy McLaren. Ah, he's in it. I remember going to Tannadice as a boy, obviously I'm paid Andy, so sometimes me and my mates would go to the United games and Andy was tremendous, man. See, I watch, like, another one that didn't give a fuck, man, would just try anything he wanted. Uh, and I've got to do here, have he ever had 10 blue wickets for his breakfast, he probably would have played for Celtic Rangers now. Do you agree? I've mean, never seen this. I've never seen too much of Andy, but everybody that I've spoke about with Andy, everybody says the same thing. So people don't just make up stories, you know what I mean? So he must have been... He got a Scotland card, didn't he? Yeah. He did, so he, he couldn't have been rubbish. You know, before every game, Andy used to tell the manager if he was going to play well today or not. Like, if he wanted to play well, he was going to say, I'll be the best player. So that just... Imagine having that confidence. You're so right, but see, nowadays... You don't get players like them there. They might be fitter and stronger, but guys like Charlie Miller, Andy McLaren, um, Sid Donnelly, you certainly don't get guys like any longer. Um, somebody told me a story about Andy that uh, was it Gordon Chisholm was the manager and he came in after the game and he just kept, he was raging, he just kept shaking his head and he was going off his nut and Andy put his hand up and says, Gaffer, if you shake your head in the mirror, it's going to fucking fall. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right, Kegger, back to you. Who else have we got? I'm going to go for a former teammate at Hearts, Rudy Scatchel. Never put him in, but uh, he, he was close I, to going to mine. I just think that he, he had two spells at Hearts side. I think he played about 90-odd games and scored nearly 40-odd goals. That's nearly like one and two. So today that, scored a couple of goals in the cup final. Maybe more so a heart. But for me, when I played with him, I always thought that uh, he's a top player. You, you knew he looked after his cell well. He spoke well. He was good with the kids. He was good with his teammates. He was just the all-round kind of complete package. You know yourself, Si, when you play against... see you too, Slaney. When you play against proper, proper professionals who look after themselves and you think, ah, they, are, they are where they are because of the, the type of character they are. He was one of them. I definitely, because he was playing with Hearts teams. The, the first Hearts team he played with was quite a decent team. The second one, we weren't too bad, but... Know the levels are still to Rangers, so I think if you play, like, like most players, say you put them in with better players, you become a better player yourself. As you might know, troops, we mentioned on the podcast a few weeks ago that we were sent a box of razors from our good friends at Harry's, who were offering a special deal for you lot to receive a free shaving trial set. The good news is the deal is back on. For me, it's the best shave I've had in comparison to the other mainstream brands I've used before, with as clean and comfortable a shave as you could hope for. I'd highly recommend giving the free trial set a go to see for yourself. Everything from the shaving foam to the glide you get with a handle grip is top quality. Here's a Harry's story. Have you even heard of Harry's before? Here's some background on how they got started. 
Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys who were fed up with overpriced razors, started Harry's to fix shaving. Harry's knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. By taking less profit, Harry's offers great quality products for a fair price. Their amazing quality blades are almost half the price of the leading five-blade brand. Harry's trial set includes everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle, five precision engineered blade with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shaving gel, and a travel blade cover. Get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your trial set for $3.95. Support our podcast and get your trial set delivered to you, including a razor handle, five blade cartridge, foaming shave gel, and travel blade cover by going to harrys.com forward slash open goal right now. That's harrys.com forward slash open goal. So anyway, for me with Scatchola, he just scored gold. He wasn't was flary enough for me to go on here. What about you? What's your thoughts? Well, I actually seen him. I obviously knew all about him, but he didn't make the list. He wasn't a... Listen, it... What I'm saying is, he wouldn't have ever signed with Celtic or Rangers, Scatchel, and it was just that extra wee level. I did believe, Kev, it was a, it, it was a very good player for Hearts, very good player in Scotland, but I just don't think that next level, as I said, I don't think he had that wee, that wee trip against fans after seat, and maybe you could tell me different. No, no, it's it's just an opinion, because obviously, like, we, we had this topic come up through the week between us, what we're going to do, and... The first 10 years of the SPL, I didn't even know who was playing in the SPL. So I'm only gone with the 10 years that I do kind of know. So, uh, I can't um, the type of player he was. What was he, a left midfielder? Oh, he just a left midfielder, very comfortable at giving the ball, very comfortable at receiving the ball with, with people around him. He had an unbelievable, like, for me, as a striker, target man, he was that midfield guy that made the run. So when the ball's coming along, he was always on the move. Mm. That's why he scored so many goals. He, he wasn't like a defensive midfielder. He yeah. was very, uh, very attack-minded, and he scored goals for like that left foot of his was like a hammer toe. Uh, he was a great finisher, wasn't he? But Kev, I mean, like you, ne- you never really seen him beating guys, now, did you? No, he didn't have the, like, the. When I played with him, he, he, he was at, I would say that coming to the end of his career, so the pace if he had any wasn't there. I don't know what he was like in his first spell at Hearts, but obviously the goals to ratio games with the first spell he might have been. But I think just all around, he, he, he was a right good, steady. Um, consistent player who would give you that 7 out of 10 every single week. His standards very, very, very rarely dropped. He was nearly in my team, but as I say, just a wee bit. Ah, oh, that's fine. Just an right, opinion. Slaney, who you got? I'm going to go for uh, the big number nine, Stephen Fletcher. I do believe Celtic missed a big oh, trip yeah. with him. I believe that Celtic has got McDonald as Stephen Fletcher could drop the player Scott McDonald is absolutely um I, I would have loved Stephen Fletcher to come through at Celtic. Um also believe he's been a big hit at Rangers as well. I actually think and I know he's had a great career, I actually think he's underrated in this country. And it's a huge because I don't know if you did you play with him, maybe not. But Scotland I played on me. He was the best player on our team by a mile. Like we had six of the Celtic boys, we were good, but Fletcher I always thought was like a step above man. Like Fletch in the air, he's the best I've ever seen in the air. We played Spain in that final. Fletch played up front on his own, mate, and flung Piqué about like an empty tracking man. And that was against two Spain centre-halves. We played 4-5-1. Fletch would play up front. All we'd basically do, mate, is get the ball up to Fletch, man, and let him try stuff. 
But not just that in the air. Like, see, technically, mate, he's frightening, man. See, he's touch. He's set shit. He just does his simple things well, mate. And I think that's a top player. That's the thing that always got me about Fletch. He never tried to distem. It was set it and get in the box, man. He was brilliant. Into it. I love playing the Fletch. I would agree. I agree with you, because I never, I never, I played against him in the early years somewhere along the line, but. When I played with him in a Scotland trip, uh, a Scotland trip, I always I thought Steve Fletcher was a big six foot three target man, and he wasn't a six foot. He was about six foot maybe at best, but his touch, it was a technical side. He, I was more impressed with, but his leap side, yeah. he had timing. It was about timing. He was always jumping before the centre half, and if he wasn't jumping before the centre half, he was getting a free kick from the centre half because he was clever. He knew when to go down to ground and stuff. Now he all round, definitely great shot. I think he played about. 150 games I have scored 50 odd goals. I think that's like one in three. So for a striker, his size, can you argue with that? It was a time he was Aye. at Sunderland, he was flying. I think Spurs bid for him, didn't they? That's right. There was a few teams after him, Si, when he was at Sunderland because I think he went to Sunderland for nine, ten million quid and then there was total him going somewhere for like 20, 25 million. But I don't know what happened. Um, things just happened. And there was rumours, but that shows you he was doing it in the Premiership and people were talking about him. Slaney, you going to do something? Did, um, did Celtic know? Did Celtic know actually make a bid? Uh, I think he was close. We interviewed him. He said he was close to going to Celtic, but I, I think he always fancied his dad was very Liverpool, so I think he always fancied going down south. What we will say as well, he probably has got the biggest ears ever to play in the SPL as well. We'll go with that. Aye, definitely. He's the only man you can lift up and celebrate. Aye, what about you? Make <laughs> <me> sure. <laughs> uh, my number I've got here. I don't know if you all know him. What a player, Duncan Sheeran. And I'm waiting. I'll give you my reasons. What a shout! He had to have a bath of factor eighty before every game in case the floodlights were switched on. You ever see him? Oh my god! I actually genuinely thought growing up that Duncan Sheila was Alan Sheila's bra. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the ginger friendly guy that played up front for Aberdeen, scored hundreds of goals. Eh? What a player, mate! What a player! Uh, and he never had any eyebrows. Slaney, do you know him? I, mean, I genuinely, like, I'm, I'm not just saying this, I've never heard of him, eh? What? I've never, I've never ever heard of the guy. Right, two minutes. I'm going to get him up for you. Kev, do you remember watching him play? I, I, I remember watching him, like, you know, when you would, when I was, when Dalton Shearer was playing, I would be watching sports scene or whatever it was on a Saturday night, and obviously Aberdeen highlights had come up and Big Dalton. He's like a young Jim Spins. <laughs> See, that looks like my dad. <laughs> Oh, brilliant! Right, next to anyone else? Kev, what have you got? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say this player, Sai. You'll know him better than me. I think Ravenelli. Oh, I've got him in me because it, what he did before he went to Dundee was obviously amazing. But to come to Dundee and he still did the business, he became a fan's favourite, and everybody wanted to do the Ravenelli that wee dance and all that. Was that wee dance he did? Put his shirt out his head. Aye, so, like, Ravenelli, like, wait, Scottish football, some of the players have had, but Ravenelli, come on. I know, mate, Ravenelli living in Dundee. <clears throat> My granddad actually looked like Ravenelli, mate, and he was pure, he was getting off the birds thinking that they were thinking he was Ravenelli. I mean, Matt, that's weird, eh? Like, my mate's, my mate's dad was, when we grew up, we just known his dad's Ravenelli. That's not even trying to be funny, but we just knew his dad as him. Shocking. <laughs> my mum looked like Kenija though, and my dad looked like Jockey Scott, mate. So she went in between them and put together. It was like a Dundee team photo, man. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. Right, Slaney, next, who have you got? 
Let me go for side that we what you put into the pan, the meatball, John McGinn. Yes. <laughs> That's a shame. I, I really, really believe this meatball is the greatest, one of the greatest that's come through Scotland in a long, long time. I believe, now listen to this, I think if Celtic had signed him, Celtic would have been really up there to win the Europa League. I really believe he's that strong a player. Right, Slyna, I want to ask you a question then. Where does John McGinn play in Celtic's team? Who comes to the team? So you've got Brown, McGregor and Christie. Who, who, who's he better in? It's a fantastic question, Si, and uh, I'm absolutely devastated you asked it. But I must say, Ryan Christie did say that he would rather go in a night out with you. Um, so I would replace Ryan Christie in a second with the meatball. <laughs> oh, you know John McGinn and his three brothers when he's back in Glasgow, they still share bunk beds. The three of them in two beds. No way. Swear me. Si, mate, how, there, was, there, was one, there was a season, right? I think Lennon was in charge at Hibs. And McGinn and Brown were just having battle after battle. And I, I don't like to say it because oh, see it, see it. me and Scott Brown are very close. And as I said, we, we, we went through nine in a row together. So this is very difficult. But what I'm going to say is, I do believe John McGinn was edging that battle. The meatball. Wow. It's, weird. it's a weird one, Kevin. You know what, Si? It's weird because John McGinn... Came through St. Murren, right? And, and, and people talked to him and got the move to Hibs. And then all of a sudden, like, he's went from Hibs to being talked about going to Man United for 50 million quid. So that's just been to him, more or less. Like, like that's all his efforts and his hard work and his endeavour. And apparently, he's like, I don't know him personally, but apparently, he's an absolutely sound guy, yeah. which is even better news because we've got too many people let things go to your head. And, but no, I, I totally, like, I was one of these at the time. Sorry? Is my signal shite today? Eh? Is my signal shite? Aye, it's shocking. How many bars have you got on your Wi-Fi? Honestly, your setups, oh, it's actually come up, your internet connection is unstable. Oh, so, can, you, can you not go in the living room now? That's where I'm on, mate, eh? <laughs> so, Lenny, what about the kitchen next to the window? That's where, that's where Marcy's working. Let oh, me go and have a wee look about, right? Go and have, you just keep talking away and I'll find a better place. Stanley, can you get, see how Gary Anderson did, couldn't get um, Wi-Fi fit in his house because of the darts, the home, the home of darts? And then some, some internet company came and got him Wi-Fi. We need to set a company up to get Slaney Wi-Fi because this dial-up's not working. Mate, he's, he said that he's going to go and find somewhere else that's good, but he's not took the phone well. <laughs> How does that boy get through life, man? He lives in an apartment. There's only that room in the other room. <laughs> I'm a way to find somewhere that's better and he's left There's about the other six family members in the other room cramped in, Paul. Can we come out now? <laughs> see, when we get to Kev, like, see, for me, he's not my type of midfielder. Like, I love a midfielder that goes and gets on the ball and pops it about. He's more one that tackles and he's great at driving with the ball, isn't he? But... What I do like about him is how positive he is when he gets the ball at the time. He's always looking to play somebody in or drive forward with the ball. I think Sai is one of the players that he's no easy on the eye. But if you've got him in your team, you're grateful you've got him in your team. If that makes sense. But he's just, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's fucking strong as a bear. He knows how to put his body in positions that players can't get the ball off him. And some of the goals he scored, what was that goal he scored for Villa, man? Was it a season ago that the ball he hit in the top corner? 
It's incredible, but no, I, 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 I actually forgot all about John McGinn, to be honest. I didn't even have him in my top 10. I feel horrific. I'm going to hit a pause. These days, having versatile clothing you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes all sorts of versatile any-weather staples, hoodies, jackets, and more. Whether you're buying a gift or stocking your closet, you'll find just what you need. And it's all made right here in the USA. Find your new wardrobe staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your order when you use code ANYSTYLE24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Promo code ANYSTYLE24. Thank you, John, again, for not putting them down. How, uh, how far, how far do you think you could go, kid? Do you think you could go and play for a top six in England? I think so, Si, because if you look at guys like, um, uh, what do you call them, McAleers at Chelsea, then they've, they, they've actually got, what do you call them, Canty in. I think John McGinn's that similar kind of role, that midfielder that can stop the play of other teams. He can, he, can, he can go forward with the ball. It's just a case of which team yeah. it goes to and is it the right fit? Uh-huh. Right, what are you doing? Hi. Hi, Susan. That's just Susie, Susie, Slid, Susie, Slid. 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 Oh, did he write side you? Alright, I went for my hero, Gary O'Connor. Big guys. What a guy. Mate, he didn't, he didn't get bought for the money. That man's been bought for if you're not a good player, man. And personality-wise, one of the best, man. Uh, guys, man, for me, like, if he had a brain, he could play for Man United, do you know what I mean? Like, just so daft. <laughs> but I remember playing it, well, watching him play. I think I was on the, in, the, in the stand or on the bench and... He could proper bully defenders, but again, the same with Fletch, mate. He had that touch. His touch was brilliant, and he had to get his big arson and great finisher, and what a career he's had as well. I just thought he was a great finisher. I genuinely thought, like, see when you watch him, like, sometimes you get that with players that maybe aren't the cleverest up here. They only maybe know a couple of things in life, and Gary Connor knew maybe two things in life, and one of them was putting the ball in the back of the net. I'll know what the other one was. No, I'm not even going to say, but... Uh, he, he, he's a great, great big guy. He's obviously been ridiculed side with the media and things like that over the course of time and a wee bit unfair, but a decent human being who would do anything for anybody. And, you know, I mean, his career maybe never got to where he thought he maybe would have got to in time. But looking back at his career, I think we'd all agree that it was a very, very successful career. He, uh, when he was in Scotland, he, he turned up with the Ferrari, didn't he? Late. He was late, turned up with the Ferrari and he was revving outside the, the hotel. That's amazing, man, isn't it? Hey, but the suddenly oh, notices, what are you doing, Gary? And he says, I just like the noise of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? Who was better, him or Derek Riordan? I'm going to say, I guys. Oh, I'd say guys. Gaz had a wee bit of everything. Derek Riordan was a, a finisher and only a finisher, I would say. He'd a, he'd a cracking right foot, Slaney. He could hit balls from anywhere. Whereas Big Gaz could head it, he could score, he could hold the ball up. And, 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 and there's a lot of games I, I saw Big Gaz's work rate was incredible. Like, he did yeah. put effort in. He wasn't just a big, I don't know, lazy centre forward. He was far from it. Slaney, how would you cope to that move to Russia that Gaz got on that money? That was unbelievable. I would love to say, can you tell us a Russian story with Gary Connor involved in. I just want to find out. I just want you to... He told me one of the best stories ever, ever. 
he would he would kill us if I told it, so couldn't tell him. Man. I just want to find out, mate. Was him and Aiden playing at the same time? He, I think Aiden phoned him when he was getting a move to Russia, and guys went, Wee man, I'll tell you something, there's three things that are drawing about Russia the money, the birds, and the nightclubs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kev, I'll ask you first, centre forward, Jake, guys, could they cut it at Celtic Rangers? Aye, definitely, Sorry, I think when you look at guys at Anthony Stokes, they went for uh, went, went and cut it at Celtic. I think Gary O'Connor easily could have cut, made the, the grade at Celtic. Um, I think being in Scotland might not have helped Daria Connor. I think things maybe would have went to his head a wee bit worse than what they did. So maybe moving away or big guys was a wee bit easier for him, but definitely was good enough to play for Celtic. But on that, because at the time, Slaney was Sutton, Larson and Hartson, so for me, he wouldn't have got anywhere near that. Oh, Never near that, but certainly when it moved on with the, the, the Venegur and, and Scott McDonald, that strike force is probably good enough, but certainly lasting in that, no. What's the, what's, what's the thing with wee Scotty McDonald? Did they ask twice you? No, I don't mind wee Scott McDonald at all. I, I remember when I made my debut in the head of tennis, he tried to outshine me, uh, he tried to pull my pants down and let the world see my peacock, um, and you don't do that to me. <laughs> oh, brilliant, right, Kev, you got another one, guys? I I think uh, James McFadden. Yeah. I think that's an easy one. Uh, Faddy obviously burst on the scene back probably, what, 2000, 2001 kind of either. Uh, if I'm not aware with a wee um, ponytail at the back. He's here with Stephen Craig and Studs, wasn't he? Aye. So, <laughs> so uh, no, for me, Faddy was the, the next big thing in Scotland. And all the hype was around James McFadden, and uh, I got the pleasure of playing with Faddy in the, the Scotland setup. And great guy, um, unbelievable ability, side. And uh, he eventually hit the heights that everybody hoped he would have done by going to like Everton and Birmingham and things like that. So, and uh, a Scotland, Scotland great, Scotland legend, possibly. Um, nah, James McFadden was a was a was a great footballer, side. One of the best products that came out of all the way since Paul Slane, anyway. Yeah, see, like what I was saying about Scatchel, like, that would have been the difference between Faddy and Scatchel for me going to play for Celtic and Rangers. I think Faddy would have had that bit of flair that Celtic and Rangers fans liked, didn't they? A wee bit more guile. Guile, yeah. Nah, I know. Faddy was, Faddy was amazing. I think some of the goals that he scored, Si, that was the thing. He, he, for me, he, he, he tried things that you would do down in the park. It didn't seem to be as if to follow a protocol of being a professional footballer. He just did things and played freely with an open mind and uh, nah, he, he was a cracking footballer. You've not a robot what you're saying. Slaney, when you were a young kid, obviously you were uh, kicking about the Motherwell games with Faddy, somebody that you looked up to? No. <laughs> he did not make my list. <laughs> Listen, I, I hell of a lot of respect for McFadden as a player, but I do believe when the live show, the tenancy, he came in there and disrespected the king size. So... For new own, that man won't feature in my plans on open goal. Okay, so who, who was your, who, who were the ones at Motherwell that you, that you like, Piro? Your brother Piro? I love Piro. I love oh. Piro. Well, obviously with, with Stephen Pearson, when I looked in the mirror, I thought to myself, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it in, in the press and in the papers with us cut him, but I've seen Stephen Pearson done it perfectly well. So um, that was great for me to look at guys like Pearson. <laughs> Oh, tremendous, man. Right, I'm going to throw in, I think he's the best. Technically, this is the best player never to play for Celtic and Rangers in Scotland. Frank Sozzi. What a fucking player, man. Caviar. 
Absolute caviar. Now, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's, a, that's a proper player, mate. Unbelievable yeah. pedigree. Um, won the World Cup. Aye. He's won back. Won the World Cup. No, he won the Champions League. He's what? Champions League. <laughs> 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 How bad is that? Why is that your who's telling you all the wrong things? <laughs> 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 he won the World Cup. Aye. Champions, what a player he was. See, see, when I done my research and speaking to a few of the players that have played. They said that everybody said to him, every single player said Frank, Franco Sozzi. Franco? Franco. That was his Italian brother. <laughs> Ken, did you play against him? No, I never. Um, but what, what got me was, Simon, I was doing a wee bit of research as well, speaking to some Hearts guys, and they yeah. all said the same about Frank Sozzi, like how good he was. Like, he was one of the players that just stole through the game, Si. He, uh, he was one that you wanted in your team. Uh, and just came with loads of like confidence and experience and something Scottish football never ever gets. Guys like Frank Sozzi, you know I mean? We've had some right good names over the years, but it's, it's, there's not many much bigger than Frank Sozzi. Oh, he talking about bigger. His head was fucking huge. So that could be John Suter's old man, couldn't he? <laughs> Cyber's <laughs> dream. Right, I think we're all going to agree on this one as well. Anyone else go? Others, other than Andy Robertson, has anybody got anything else? I've wrote Aye. Robert Snodgrass here. I've not put put a number beside him, though. Is that because of Willie Pettigrew? I don't know, but I I believe... We're talking about guys like um, McFadden there who was near robot. I believe Snoddy was that type of player, played off the cuff. I think in his earlier days, in his earlier days, um, he didn't really... He maybe didn't have the best of diet or something, but he just believed in himself, uh, the ability. Um, and I think there was many occasions, well, not many occasions, but I think a few times he had the chance of going to Celtic, maybe. Um, and I would have liked to have seen him in the Celtic jersey. Yeah. I think Snoddy's another one of them, but I love him when he plays. He doesn't care, man. Like, if he gives the ball away, he'll still take it again. He'll try that hard pass. He doesn't play safe for five minutes. <laughs> Some of the things he used yeah. to do training, mate, you would genuinely think, wow, that was fucking brilliant. Um, and what a career he's had, eh? What a career. Oh, unbelievable. No, he has. He's, 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 he's comes across size a right decent bloke as well. Seems to do a lot of things outside of football to help charities and stuff. So anybody that, that does that type of thing gets my uh, praise. But no, Snoddy, like you say, Slaney, one of these guys that maybe wasn't a big name in his early days with Livingston and stuff, but he's, he's made a hell of a career at his, at his time. So, no, nah, part of the back for Snoddy. Snoddy's career could have went a totally different way. He went on loan at Stirling Albion, man. Mate, there you go. That just shows you the the level of determination the boy has to succeed. So, who was I the mean, manager there? John Robertson. Mate, they, they didn't get on at all. So, sent him out to Stirling Albion, man. Wow. They're playing for turning it around. Right. Anyone else before we say it, we talk about Robertson? I'm going to say, say Russell Latipe. He played for Rangers, Kev. Um, oh, did he? <laughs> shows you how much I watched Rangers back in the day. I got another one then. Brilliant. James, James, James McCarthy. Oh, James McCarthy, yeah. See, I had James McCarthy in, but again, I'm going with players who had flair in that, mate, but I agree, what, what a player. I just think he gets a bit of respect, side because the fact he was 16 years old, or 15, possibly 15 when he made his debut for, for Hamilton. Uh, 90-odd games, um, and then got a move. Where'd they go? Where'd they go first? Wigan, yeah. what was it? Wigan, aye, so... Sometimes Scottish players head south side and that's the end of them where there's James McCarthy got good moves and, and then at one point they were talking of um, Arsenal buying them. 
but injuries have kind of succumbed to his career. So, no, I would say him just because the fact he was young, Si, made yeah. it, like, there's not many 15-year-olds actually get in. There's a lot of 15-year-olds get a chance, but no many go on and actually make it, whereas he's one that actually did. He came in, I was at Celtic in the reserve team when he came, he came on trial at Celtic when he was 15, 16, and trained with the first team, man. He was like a man, eh? He could nah. run, he could tackle, man. Like, nah. Nice guy, done really. MacArthur's the same, eh? James MacArthur's a great guy, mate. Another one who's had a great career. I think the both of them, though, what's helped them massively is they played like a year, two years with Alec Neal in the middle of the pitch, mate. See, when you play against Alec Neal, he would talk them through the whole game, eh? Like, the coaching and all that, mate, great. But, see, playing actual first-team games at a good level by a guy like him next to you, that's, I think that's where you learn football. And that, that, that makes you the player you are. So, Alec Neal, mate, deserves a big shout for the too. See, see how you said that obviously there's a two of them. I remember playing against the two of them um, one of my first games for Kilmarnock or Hearts, one or two. And uh, I knew McCarthy had potential. And MacArthur for me was just all right. He was like that kind of Craig Bryson mould. They were just good, steady midfielders. But for him to go on and achieve what he's achieved now, fair play to him as well because... The talk was all about McCarthy, but the two of them went away together. The two of them successfully had fantastic careers, so see, no, fair play. Yeah, see on McCarthy, I'm not surprised when he went and made the move. With McCarthy, I'm surprised, listen, he's a, he's a very good player, but I'm surprised he's had the career he's had, McCarthy, uh, uh, James McCarthy. Aye, I know, I know what you're saying, Slaney. I know exactly I what him, you're getting to. When I watched him, he never really done it in... The I would see that we keep you in the Premier League for so long, but he's had so many managers down there, and everyone seems to fancy him. So clearly, he's got he's got it. And I see what I was talking to about Fletch. I think that's what makes a good player. See, like MacArthur, he's not amazing at one thing, but he's very good at all the simple things, and he's fit as yeah. he gets up and down the pitch. Plays every week for Palace, doesn't he? Mate. I know that's it. Like Slaney says, like the amount of managers he's had in his times as a like he's been he's been bought and sold for like a right few million quid, like a lot of millions. Um, but like you say, Sai, he does. If any young kids are listening, in, he does the basics very, very well. And in football, if you cannot do the basics very well, you're going to struggle to try to do the hard things. So he's a he's a he's a, a prime example of do what you're good at and stick to what you're good at and work and work even harder on the things you aren't good at. Blair, is he just on McCarthy? Like, do you get a buzz when you see Ginger's going away down south and doing well? It was hundred percent, Sai. Who was the other one? Who, who, um, the St Johnston manager, Steve Lomas. The, when I saw him getting raging at the side, it got me very, very horny, as you know. But with McCarthy, Si, I remember when um, I was coming through at Motherwell and we trained at Dale Park and Hamilton were training the pitch beside us and James McCarthy was training with Hamilton, of course, at the age of 16. And I'm going to tell every viewer right now I was twice the player James McCarthy was. I can believe that, mate. I can 100% believe that, young man. Aye, I can believe that as well. Aye, but you, I remember I spoke to you back in the days and you, you used to think that Brian Easton was better than the both of them. <laughs> Brian Easton is very close to making the worst list and that's what I'm going to say. And I'm not going to go there. I do believe Brian Easton was carrying three stone overweight his whole career and talking about myself, I was two stone overweight and got shipped out of Clyde. So it's no fair the way the world works. <laughs> oh, what a guy, Brian Easton. What a career as well, he said. Uh, right, we're going to talk. Who wants to talk about Andy Robertson first, man? Unbelievable. Um, I think he's number one. Uh, he's got to be number one, man. What he's done, um, if he'd done this in a 20-year period, 
it would be sensational. But to date in a five-year period, Queen's Park, Dundee United, Hull, Liverpool, it's exceptional. And uh, I don't think you'll see the likes of it again. The man is a clear number one, and um, it's, it's great to have him as the captain of Scotland. See, when he got released, Lenny, like, for Celtic, like, obviously you left Celtic as well, and could you see, like, do you even have more respect from the fact that he's been able to do what he's done? Because it's, you know, yourself, it's horrible, isn't it, when you get released? I, mean, I honestly think, right, about 85% of players, when you're young, get let go, you don't go and do anything. Um, you might, listen, you might go and play at a level, which, listen, is great because it's very difficult, but I would say 85% don't go and play. And for him to go to that level, it's exceptional. Do I wish he was a wee bit merry and Ed? Aye, that, that's just what I want to see in him. But it's not who he is. And um, he, he's got big balls, so it doesn't matter about that. Okay, <laughs> what about the, like, the Marks and Spencers tweet? Though? That's amazing, isn't it? No, was it no... I hear a little, little or something. No little could do be a job. Was it? What was he saying? I wanted a job. No, he, he was working at Marston Spencer saying. Oh, was he? Yeah. I was. So that's where he was working at the time, and he says could do. What was it he said? He said that he, he gave Slaney the yellow. You know, you get yellow stickers in a Marston Spencer for the food that's going to do. He says Slaney used to come in and put them on his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, to be fair, side. All joking aside, he's a. Uh, Amazing, like we're talking about saying he's rattled through his career, but at the end of that, at the end of that, he's won the European Cup. You know what I mean? And that's like, that's nearly the, that's that's only probably second to winning the World Cup, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, as a club, it's, it's, it's hard to it's hard to describe how how you, how do you get there? How do you get released by Celtic and you start your career again at Queens Park, working in Marks and Spencers, and within five years? you're playing for Liverpool and winning the Champions League. Like, how does that work? What is it that makes... How, how did... It's not ability. It's not ability. Eh? Yeah? It's not ability. Oh, yeah. It's part, part ability, but it's all in here. Yeah. Because see, you've got to believe yeah. in your ability. Was it no when he went to Queen's Park, though? The first season he wasn't playing? Nah, he wasn't getting a game, mate. Wasn't getting a game? Oh, jeez. Honestly, that is unbelievable, isn't it? Mate, it's a one-off. That story is a pure one-off. I don't think you'll ever see that again. The thing is, though, like, the guy, whoever wasn't picking him at Queen's Park, like, can't have been looking at him and saying, oh, he's got nothing. This kid's not got anything. Because you guys know yourselves, when you see somebody, you think, oh, I, they've got a wee bit of something about them. He must have had that about him to get to where he's got to. Mm. Uh, see, do you like the yellow stickers in Marks and Spencers? Do you get them? Sorry. No, I mean, serious. They're amazing, man. What ones is that? It's like, see, it's out of day to day. See, when it gets to like one o'clock in the afternoon, oh. you'll put, like, put a sandwich for like £4.90. Mate, how good is that, mate? See, my man, da, my man, da, go to, so, my dad will drive, it's like a circuit they go to the tune or the Tesco's, and he'll dope her off. He'll go to the next one, meet her, and they go around picking them all up. Brilliant, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, that's it then. So, Andy Robertson, number one. Right. Number one, Robbo. Definitely. Right, so you've uh, we've been through quite a lot of names there. Uh, Slaney, I'll start with you. Gage your 10 to 1. Number 10, Mark De Vries. Hopeless. 9. Number 9, Eremenko. 8, Chick Charnley. 7, James McCarthy. 6, Stephen Fletcher. 5, Robert Snodgrass. 4, the meatiest meatball in town, John McGinn. Number 3, Ravinelli. 
his twin sister at number two, Andy McLaren, and number one, Andy Robertson. Great guys, Kev, on you go, 10 to 1. Right, number 10, I've got uh, Ravinelli, number 9, Sozie, 8, Scatchel, um, 7, McFadden, 6, James McCarthy, 5, John McGinn, 4, Stephen Fletcher, uh, 3, uh, who was number 3? Eraminko, number 2, was fucking hell, where is he? Lappy. <laughs> that's it, that's what's caught me. I put Russell Lappy down the he's played the Rangers. I actually put in number, I, put, I actually put in John Ruddy. John Ruddy, all right. The goalkeeper. And number one, John, uh, Andy Robertson. Right. That's absolutely shocking. Casper Schmeichel, by the way. My ass, my mates, they said Casper Schmeichel, but never done it. He wasn't up here long enough, eh? Nah. You Falkirk? Falkirk, mate, that's right. And the frog, Tim Cool as well, aren't it? He was there. Frog guys. That's right, aye. Um, right, my 10-1. Oh, by the way, I've got another honourable mention. Mem- Do you remember the boy named Sadze at Dundee? Mate, he was ridiculous, man. Centre midfielder, maybe not remember him, but when I was younger, go to Dundee games, he was ridiculous. Anyway, 10. I went, this is only players that I enjoyed watching, so it's no careers. No, no. Nine, Nine Chick Chanley. Eight, Andy McLaren. Seven, Duncan Shearer. Six, Gary O'Connor. Five, John McGinn. Four, James McFadden. Three, Ravinelli. Two, Sozie. And one, Andy Robertson. Here, boys, see before we go, do you know George Best played in Scotland? Hibs. Aye. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the Frank McAvenny story, Slaney, that he told us. What one was that again? No, wait, he might be keeping that for the hydro. Aye, keep that one for the hydro. Frank gone to the hydro? Frank's coming, mate. Right, lads, I'll see you next week. (laughs) See you, lads. See you, Slaney. At Audi, we believe you deserve the best of both worlds. Experience the power of petrol with the efficiency of electric with the new Audi Q5 TFSIE plug-in hybrid. Cover everyday journeys in electric mode or go further with an effortless switch to the petrol engine. The new Audi Q5 TFSIE plug-in hybrid is part fuel, part electric, all Audi. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best-ever Wi-Fi for our lowest-ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games, stream music and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky30. Availability subject to location, setup fees, terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. 
Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.